Hello, it's Father Neil Vaney here. And I'm Joe. We both work at the Catholic Inquiry Centre. And welcome to our Lenten podcast series for 2022. Father Neil, how are you feeling about Easter this year? I think this is going to be a very difficult Easter for many people. Lots of things have happened to us and none of them have been happy or pleasant. Many people have not been able to go to church. They've missed community. They don't know if they want to go back. Elderly people feel it may still be dangerous for getting COVID. Then there's the things that have happened in New Zealand, the the arguments and the dissent over the protests in Wellington, lots of people feeling alienated. And then we will look at the world and we see the dreadful, appalling things that are happening in the Ukraine. So all in all, this is a time I suspect when Easter is going to be something profound, something touching, but very difficult for many people. I often find Easter a special time for reflection and also for reading the New Testament. What are the accounts of Jesus' death that we can find in the Gospels and how can we relate that to our world today? It's very interesting in that all the Gospels have long and detailed accounts of Jesus' death. But if we look at the first one, which is Mark and then John, we see enormous contrasts. And I think, in fact, those contrasts have a lot to teach us about today. So I just want to talk a little bit about Mark first. It's very stark. It's very bare. Um, Jesus is deserted early on. He's battered and ridiculed by the soldiers. He's spat upon. They mock him as a king. He appears before Pilate and there's no justice for him. He has to, he can't even manage to walk up to Calvary where he's going to be crucified. He has to be helped by somebody else. And then on the cross, he's alone. Everybody's deserted him except for a few special women looking from a great distance. And when he dies, he he gives a cry that seems almost like despair. My God, my God, why have you deserted me? So it's a really powerful story of loss and betrayal. And it's a very terrible story. And I think I can relate that. And probably you might too, those who are listening to what's happening in Ukraine. We see this devastating picture of towns being blitzed and reduced to rubble of whole families being separated, of women and children having to depart for the borders, men, young and old, being left behind to try and defend their country. And we see people dying there and the ruthlessness of the invaders. So all in all, it's a pretty dire and awful picture. And that's sort of rather parallel to what was happening for the people who were reading Mark, because at the time he wrote it, which we think is about 69 or 70, Uh, of this common era, Um, the Christians in Rome were being persecuted terribly. They were facing death, Uh, they were being crucified, Um, they were betraying one another, there was a great sense of betrayal and hopelessness. So that's the first dimension, I think, of Mark particularly. Now, if we contrast this with uh, John, we see that although the events are the same, John and his details present something very, very different. Even in the garden, when Jesus is arrested, the people fall back because of the tremendous sense of power and authority that emanates from him. 
When he is before the Sanhedrin, he speaks with power and authority. And then the same before Herod, you know, who asks him, you know, are you the king of the Jews? And he said, yes, I am. I've come for the sake of truth. He's the one who in many ways is the imposing figure in this. And when he goes up to Calvary, he does it. He carries the cross. And when he's nailed up there, it's like a pulpit. He has the people that he loves particularly beneath him. And he gives this powerful sense of telling what he believes and leaving his testimony to the earth. Now, if we parallel that with the dreadful things that we've seen in the Ukraine, I think we can also see something emerging there, which is an extraordinary tale of human generosity and, and suffering. And I think particularly of the millions who have ended up in Poland, because Poland, of course, was invaded by Russia and was under the Russian heel for a long, long time. So at the borders, we're seeing this amazing scene of these children and women being welcomed, of being put out to buses to be taken to hundreds and hundreds of schools and homes and places where they will be welcomed. There's been restaurant people who have closed up and brought all their food and all their skills to the borders to feed people. They are making jobs for them. They're creating places. And I just think this is a wonderful example of how even in the worst of suffering, we see that grace and love and human generosity can still happen. So in summary, what do you think this means for us? What it means, I think, is that it points to the fact that human beings can be the cruelest and the kindest animals on earth, that we can love one another and care for one another and we can do terrible things to one another. And that's at the heart of Jesus' story, that he became fully human so he could experience this for our sakes. So we could look at him, we could look at the terrible things that happen in our world and know they're terrible and we are capable of the worst, but also because of the example and the power of people like Jesus, we can also step out of and above such terrible things and create hope and love, even in a world that seems very dark and painful at times. Thank you, Father Neil, for sharing those insights and for, I guess, connecting Jesus' death to our world today. And thank you to you, our audience, for listening to our Lenten podcast series. <laughs>